I was invited to men's group by a coworker. When I got there, everybody made me feel very welcome, including Pastor Joseph. I didn't even know he was a pastor, and here I am. Since my time at Common Bond, I've come to know God in a deeper and more personal way. And as we discuss the Bible, He gives me structure and discipline that lets me hear from God and know the plan that He has for my life. This leap of faith has made me more dependent on God's words and promises. It's taught me to serve all people in every area of my life. At Common Bond Church, you'll connect with God through authentic relationships. You'll begin to discover more about God than you've ever experienced before and you'll begin to grow in your faith, your relationship, and your identity with God so that you can begin to lead for God by sharing His truth and love with others. This amazing experience is a place where you too can connect, discover, grow, and lead for God here at Common Bond Church. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So much is going on in our world right now. I just want to do a check-in and see how you're doing. I hope everyone is doing great today. I know that we're feeling a lot of pressure, but I believe that God has a blessing for us. God has some guidance for us. So the best thing that we can ever do in a time like this is just come together and begin to seek the face in the presence of God. Let's begin to immediately get into his presence right now by being able to sing to the Lord in song. Let's be able to thank him for all the good things that he's done and receive all the blessing that he has for us. I'm always reminded that when we begin to seek the Lord in song and in worshiping him, God meets us right there at that place. So let's begin to worship the Lord right now. Amen. Right where you are, just lift those hands and worship. As we exalt our God, as we exalt our King, hallelujah, Lord. Yes, the world will bow down and say you are God. Every man will bow down and say you are King. So let's God. Can 
Today's scripture reading is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 through 10. Let's read together. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard by their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's now pray. Lord, thank you so much for being able to provide your word for us that provides life to us, that provides guidance for us, and provides blessing. So we pray today that we receive it with the full power and the full strength that it has for our life. Lord, may you share with us today what you desire us to hear, to understand, and to know. May we have the strength to hear it and the obedience to obey all the things that you've commanded us today in your word. May it provide the blessing of a new and better life that we all desire. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Pressure is so common in our life. Sometimes we just take it for granted. We just live with it. But today I want to give us a pause and understand that God has come to actually release some of that pressure in our life. So I want you right now to actually get with somebody in your home and begin to talk about some of the pressures that you have in your personal life. Begin to talk about some of the pressure that you actually see in the world that actually truly affects you mentally, spiritually, or even emotionally. Begin to talk about those things in your home because we're going to come back to God and begin to allow him to actually relieve some of that pressure in our life. So I'd love for you right now to get with somebody in your home and begin to talk about the pressure that they have. If you have kids with you right now, man, even listen to those kids. Let them know. Gather them around you right now so that you can hear some of the pressures that they're experiencing. If no one's with you in your home right now, just get into our chat room. Let's talk right now about some of the pressures that we are experiencing in our life today. With a world we live in, it's full of pressure. If you stayed in the house too long, I'm sure you felt that pressure. Seeing the habits of others definitely increased the pressure. 
feeling like you lost your freedom caused you even more pressure. Watching Russia and Ukraine, the world has seen even more pressure. What a world we live in, it's full of pressure. The pressure that's in this world right now is not new to God. I want to paint this scene for you so you can just see how much pressure has always been in the world. Imagine Jesus Christ is in the midst of the scene. People are coming to him, pressing upon him because they know what he can do. He's healed people that were paralytics, people who were epileptics, people who were paralyzed, sick and diseased, people with modern day cancer, lupus, and he healed them all. Deformities that people were born with, such as blindness or being crippled, or even being paralyzed because of an accident. Mental illnesses, such as bipolar, schizophrenia, were actually being cured in the presence of Christ Jesus. No one had ever seen anything like this before. It's like the pressure of the world was falling right at the feet of Christ Jesus. Isn't that what our world needs right now? To be able to have all of our pressure, all of our anxieties, just fall at the feet of Christ Jesus. What's so fascinating about the scene that we describe of Jesus Christ being able to heal people physically, mentally, and even from deformities that they were born with. Jesus began to look at his crowd and look at his disciples, look at those who are following him and said, now that I've actually shown you something great, I actually want to teach you more. I actually want to show you all the things that are available in my kingdom. All the things that I'm showing you as a demonstration of my power is just to get you to see that I want you to live in a new and better way. And so today I wanted to give us an opportunity to begin to see some more of those things. One of the things that God has given us an opportunity right now to be able to understand is that God truly desires his kingdom to show up in our life. He truly desires us to actually see all the things that the crowd actually saw in the midst, all the things that the disciples actually heard from Christ Jesus. I want to give you an example of that. In Luke chapter 11, verse 20, Jesus Christ actually said to his disciples, but if it is by the finger of God that I actually cast out demons, know that the kingdom of God has actually come upon you. So here's what I wanted to share with us. When you look at Matthew chapter five, verses one and two, Jesus gathered those disciples and he began to share with them. I want you to know something important about what I just did. I want you to know that this demonstration of the kingdom of God is available to you. Matthew chapter five, verse two says, blessed are those who are poor in spirit for they shall receive the kingdom of heaven. What that means in our life is that the word blessed means we shall be happy and we shall be fortunate. And then also blessed are those who are poor in spirit means that we are individuals by being poor in spirit that have decided to live humbly and subservient to all the ways of the king, all the ways of Christ Jesus. When we are poor in spirit, we have decided to make him first and we have decided to go second. We have decided to follow all the ways the ideas and the thoughts and the patterns that Jesus has for our life. One of the things that I don't think that we do as Christians is really understand how to actually live that out to the full capability. Do you remember the passage in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, that says that when two or more gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. The idea of what Jesus Christ is trying to share with us is that when we gather under his authority, which is the definition of in his name, there he is in the midst. To be under his authority means that he always goes first. We always follow his ways and his plans, his ideas, and we go second. 
we take the priority of all the things that he wants, and we actually make that first place in our life. I want us to really begin to think about that right now. When you think about your own prayer life, what does it consist of? What is the substance of the things you're always praying for? Are you praying about your personal life? Are you praying about your family life? Are you praying about the things that you want to see get happen on your job? The things that you want to see get accomplished in your personal dealings? Let me give us another example. Have you ever heard what is described as a Eurocentric mentality? The Eurocentric mentality simply means that you see things from your own personal perspectives, your own individuality. How does it actually benefit you? You know, one of the greatest ways that we can <laughs> think about that is that when somebody actually presents you with an opportunity or asks you to do something, you know, one of the first things that you might respond back is, well, how does that benefit me? You know, how does that actually uh, impact my own personal life? That's generally what the Eurocentric mentality refers to. So many times we pray prayers that are based on the things that we want to see get accomplished and the things that we want to see happen in our own personal life, irrespective of whether or not it is God's will or not. <laughs> it is based on our will and asking God to actually fit into that picture. It was really helpful to our discussion now and to get aligned is if we begin to turn our mind to the way that Jesus Christ wanted us to pray and to live. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 through 10, you got to read what Jesus Christ is actually saying to us. He says, when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard by their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you have need of. Instead, I want you to pray like this. Our father who are in heaven, hallowed be your name or let your name be honored. Thy kingdom come, or your kingdom come, and your will be done. Thy will be done on earth that it is in heaven. So much different than how many of us generally pray. Because many of our prayers are actually based on what we want and what we desire and the things that revolve around our personal life, the things that revolve around our personal family, and the things that we actually want to see accomplished in our own will. Have you caught yourself praying too many I prayers? <laughs> You know, an I prayer is a prayer where you are praying what you want, what you want to see God do in your own life instead of praying these thy kingdom prayers. God actually desires us to pray to him that his kingdom come, that his will be done on earth that it actually is in heaven. But sometimes we are just revolving prayer about the things that we actually want to see in our own life. God is going to provide for us. He's going to take care of us. But he actually wants us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto us. And so today I wanted us to think about what are some ways that you always come to God with I prayers. Lord, I want. Lord, I want you to do. Lord, will you do this for me? You know, those are I prayers. And so if you can get together with somebody in your home and just begin to confess that over your life, begin to tell them and begin to tell us, get in the chat room. Let us know where you are praying I prayers instead of kingdom prayers. You know, God has already told us that he's going to take care of us and he wants us to begin to learn how to pray his kingdom come, not just what we can actually receive in our own personal life.
how often do you pray prayers that actually honor the name of God, where you ask his identity, his glory, his fatherhood, his saving grace to be exalted and lifted up high above all things in this world. You know, God is asking us to pray prayers that actually honor him, that he be honored amongst our family amongst our communities, our cities, our nation, where he is always the first priority above all things that actually exist in this world. He doesn't always want us to revolve prayers that revolve around us, but making sure that we honor him at all times. In chapter 10, Jesus Christ gave us this command that we should be able to pray thy kingdom come prayers on this earth. And God is actually sharing with us that we need to have a vision of what that kingdom actually looks like. You know, the kingdom of God is full of power full of righteousness, full of joy. And those are the things that we need to be praying that actually happen in this world. Wherever there's pressure in this world, the kingdom of God is a balm and an answer for it. Whenever Jesus Christ showed up on the scene, he expressed and demonstrated the kingdom of God, just like we said before. He was able to take people with mental illnesses and mental sicknesses that had demons upon them. He was able to demonstrate his kingdom with the power that was available for him. We should be praying that our world actually experiences the same things right now. So what is your vision of the kingdom of God? I'd like to give us an opportunity to begin to think about that together with somebody in your home or in our chat room. Let's begin to talk about the kingdom of God because we want to pray that the kingdom of God come from heaven onto the earth. The reality of the eternal realm begin to show up with power on this earth. What is your vision of the kingdom of God so that we can pray that on this earth? Let's get together right now. Praying kingdom prayers will release the pressure. Seeing things God's way will release the pressure. Understanding the will of God and obeying it will release the pressure. So today I'm gonna pray over us for some of the things that we are receiving in this life, the anxieties, the burnout, and the pressure that is filled in this world. And we're just gonna give it right to the cross of Christ Jesus and receive the release and the blessing that is due to us. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much that you have become a curse for all the curses that are in our life. Lord, the spirit of burnout right now in the name of Jesus Christ, we place on your cross and we allow you to receive it. We allow you to receive all of our burden, all of the things that are heavy in our life right now. Lord, whatever we have anxiety from, wherever we have pressure from, we give it to you and put it right on that cross right now. And we receive with open hands and with open arms the blessing that actually comes from you, which is freedom which is mercy, 
which is grace. Lord, let us receive that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, also begin that. Lord, let us understand what it means to be poor in spirit, to come humbly before you, and to live subservient to your ways and to your plans. Lord, let nothing come in the way of us actually making you first place in our life. Lord, continue to transform our mind how we've seen life through our own will and our own perspective. But today, Lord, we want to be kingdom people that live for the reality of letting you be first place in our life. Lord, you reign supreme. We declare you as Lord and Savior of our life. We declare you as the king of this earth. We bow before you and we allow you to actually lead and direct our life. Lord, we live with this reality and this mentality in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you want to go a little bit further in understanding more about prayer, specifically thy kingdom come prayers, I'd encourage you to pick up this book called Prayer, How Praying Together Shapes the Church by John Anwu Chekwa. You know, great resource, small book, you can get through it in a day that gives us an opportunity just to understand prayer in a greater way. That's something I love for you to do to pick up this week so that you can stay in this atmosphere of actually praying the will of God for your life and actually getting deeper into a personal relationship with him. Well, I pray our time has been a blessing to you. I love to know if you want to take a greater step in God because of the impact that you've had during our time of worship. If that's you and God is telling you you want to go to a greater step of faith, we'd love to walk with you. And so you can go out to our website at commonbondchurch.org, fill out a comment card or a prayer request, and let us know what kind of step in faith that you want to take in the Lord. If you are in our chat room right now, you can actually just let us know that you would like to take one of those next steps with us. And if you're going to do that, just let you know, we're going to reach out to you, give you some great information that's going to let you know what it actually means to take a next step of faith in God. Some great things that will change your life for the good and for the better. <laughs> But one of the things that we said at the beginning is that in a season like this, that we need to get together and just seek the presence of God. Well, the presence of God has been with us in a mighty way, and we want to keep that presence with us throughout the week. So let me leave us with one benediction. May the grace of God be with us. May the Holy Spirit that leads, directs, and guides our life give us wisdom, power, guides our every step. May the angels of the Lord protect everything around us. And may we receive the blessing that God is due to us when we walk in his pathways. Have a great week. Bye-bye.